Hello everyone, and welcome to CoralCast Season 2, Episode 5. I'm Ian, and I'm here with our newest member, Connor. Today, today we're going to be discussing about how fan creations uh, can either be allowed or not allowed in the game developer or product developer community of gameplay. So, by fan creations and fan projects, we mean stuff both like entirely new games in case of something like a Pokemon ROM hack or maybe a mod or maybe a mod made for the game that adds either custom story or expanding on the game or even adding something that wasn't even meant for the game at all. It's kind of together. All right. Um, there, there are many games that you can either get or like certain games allow mod bases or create their own mod bases that allow uh, fans to use that mod and create their own mods with it or complete different tasks and completely change uh, gameplay or story uh, such as sandbox games or uh, city builders any any games like that can really inhibit the choice of building mods if you have the time and the skill and then there can be other mods that or other games that completely drop uh, shoot that down where like in uh, Fallout uh, Bethesda is beginning to do paid mods possibly for the reason that they think free content shouldn't be a thing for that game and that they would lose money or profits over it now for something like that with Bethesda and the Creation Club and all that, they had already tried to do this sort of paid mod thing before, and the community had so much backlash towards Bethesda that they ended up canceling it. And they've sort of tried it again with the Creation Club, and again, not that many people are even remotely happy with it, because for so many years, games like Skyrim and Fallout for recently, semi-recently, yeah. have had completely free modding communities for so long where you could make practically anything you wanted. I mean, it's the fan base, and they're making something totally free that could even bring new users to the game or could just keep uh, old users playing longer. And new users could always, uh, that would always bring them profits, and that wouldn't really change much. The game Gmod, for example, that game is com is made completely of assets from other games, or you can download stuff from the workshop. You can, Im you can download mods that implement the weapons of Dark Souls, or if you want, you could download a desert eagle looking pistol covered in pink sparkly flowers that shoots infinite amounts of bullets in a split second called Doombringer 9000. It's practically a engine where it's just a testing ground. You can test things on the Half-Life engine and see how they work and if you want to start making your own little indie game you can always use those uh, models and textures and all of that. It, it can be used for pretty much anything. Fun, uh, gameplay, or screwing around. Now, 
Besides, obviously, mods, there's also just completely new content that people have made almost as it's basically its own game. There have been things such as numerous, and I mean numerous, Pokemon ROM hacks where they take some of the earlier GBA games such as Pokemon Fire Red, Leaf Green, and then Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald. They take those games, they give it custom story, custom textures, maybe even implement new Pokemon, but at the core it is still Pokemon. It still has the Pokemon name, it still uses a lot of their assets, and it still uses their the core mechanics of the franchise. Stuff like this has been taken down in the past. For example, Pokemon Uranium was one such Pokemon hack that introduced a new type, over 150 new Pokemon, its own region, its own story, and before its official release, it had over 1.5 million downloads, but was canceled before full release. Yeah, other games have had problems. For example, um, a recent game uh, in the Half-Life series, uh, somebody made one called Black Mesa, and Valve got pretty ticked off about it, just in that they that's an entirely new game made off of the Half-Life engine. Like, going back to reasons of Gmod, they probably used that, or just a complete, uh, complete modding uh, user. Valve didn't like it. They could have made another game and that could have been used for money but this was a complete fan-made product product um completely free to the community and it just it added on to the story it added on to lore all of that and gave people a new game to play in uh for the community that liked that kind of series i don't know have you heard of any games that have been shut down that you really were planning on playing probably the pokemon ones oh definitely um that was one i was thinking of touching on in addition to pokemon uranium but in specific pokemon prism was a rom hack for pokemon crystal a pokemon color game when they were still just able to barely switch between the whole screen being red or the whole screen being yellow and it was a ROM hack of that game that had been in development for almost eight years. And there had been previous versions of it showing progress. However, there was a planned release for Christmas of, I think, last year that just before then, only about a week prior to that date, Nintendo had sent the creators a cease and desist. Yeah, that, that could have been because of many different reasons. Uh, Pokemon, it, they could have had different content in there where it was more gory or it was more offensive to the users. It, it wasn't any of that. It wasn't? Um, Pokemon Prism, it was a completely new region. It implemented 200 new Pokemon in fact, over 200 new Pokemon that were not originally in Pokemon Crystal from generations later on. There was character customization, which, if you play Pokemon, we didn't get that until Generation 6. I didn't even know it was a thing. Exactly. I've only played one. It introduced its own story, 
all new villains, all new characters. It was a completely new and fresh Pokemon game that even let you play as the Pokemon at times to help solve puzzles to get through areas. In fact, one instance in particular, very early on in the game, your starter is a Pokemon called Larvitar, and at one point you reach a blockage and you see a small sort of hole that Larvitar can go through. He goes through and you end up controlling Larvitar to unblock the path for your character, the trainer, and Larvitar to pass through to the next area. Yeah, um... And there, had been, and there had been nothing like that before in any other Pokemon game, even to date. Yeah, it was, I was about to say, that's a completely new gameplay mechanic, and ultimately, if they used it instead of desisting it, which they might still use it, um, it could give you completely new games, it could start up a whole new series uh, with puzzles, it could... I don't know, and then it might even lead to more gameplay mechanics, which could keep the series going on for god knows how long. Pokemon will never die too much nostalgia. But while it did get taken down, like a lot of these projects, just because of quote-unquote leaks, it does get out there. The full project, the full projects do get out and released to the public. However, they do have to be very discreet about it and may still even face some legal action from the companies that are ordering the cease and desist just because they had ordered you need to stop this this is copyright infringement or you're using our stuff and we didn't give you permission but they released it anyway they're obviously fine with the previous iterations like if they had released the game if they had released say pokemon prism up to the eighth gym but hadn't gotten in the elite four champion maybe any post game you could you could probably still find the download for that game but you probably wouldn't be able to find anything beyond that without looking very hard now uh couldn't it be a thing where the game creator or the fan creator goes and talks or uh contacts the game developers and asks them like hey can i add this to your series or do you mind I don't know, giving me a say in this if you decide to use it. Couldn't that be a possible thing if they didn't want to face legal action or... That is possible, but at the same time, it is a bit awkward when, say, an average fan were to approach a company such as... Nintendo, in this such case. Such as Nintendo, in this case, and say, I would like to create a fan game that I intend on releasing for free... And I, would, and I would like your permission to release a full game of it. There have been so many projects struck down by Nintendo, not just in Pokemon. They've struck down just a demo of Mario 64 created basically, and I'd say like the Mario Galaxy engine. Yeah, with a new engine. Exactly. Struck down that when it was just a demo of one level. Hmm. Struck down a 2D remake of Ocarina of Time. Nintendo has not been the nicest company when it comes to stuff like this. Nintendo is always, oh, as almost, isn't it like one of the oldest gaming companies out there? And they have a pretty big name to themselves with all of their uh, big franchises, Sonic, Mario, uh, Pokemon, etc. 
This is true, but that doesn't mean that other companies will be any more or less forgiving. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it is their property, their content that they have made. It's just whether, at the end of the day, it is whether or not it is okay for stuff like this to be made. Whether or not, if it is okay, should the creators of it have to first seek out permission from these companies. Yeah. Now, personally, in my opinion, I think that these creators of fan games should be allowed to put out these projects for free, of course, just because they're doing this as a labor of love to either a game or a franchise that they have a very deep appreciation and love for the game, or else they wouldn't be taking all this time out of their day and making a new game, sometimes even from the ground up. Uh, yeah, it totally depends. Like, if it's a big game, I mean, I still feel like they should at least... They could always confront or go to the creator of the franchise and ask, hey, I'm making a, a big game and I would like you to have your name on it and at least put me in there. Um, I mean, this is totally going off of nothing, but... You could do that, or it could just be a small thing, like a small add-on or mod that adds on to a small part of the story or branches off from a different part. Uh, I think mainly it's everybody's getting super mad about it in where they add their name to it, but they also put the franchise's name saying it's a part of it. And that could be, what would you say, down-throwing to the rest of the franchise, and it might not show as much hype to newer players or it might just completely change everybody's mind on it and i can see why a lot of game creators are cautious about these bigger mods or mods in general and it doesn't have to just be mods it could really be any sort of fan creation so it's really whether or not any sort of add-on or new game that is inspired by an already existing franchise or game and whether or not create and whether or not fans should be allowed to create their own iterations or versions of it without the consent of the crew of the original creators this has been coral cast season two episode five with ian and connor Crash and burn at the end. <laughs>